0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together, where I synchronize my eyes to the beats of the song. (laughs) Very impressive. Could you see that? I could. It was cute, right? Yeah. It felt cute to me. (laughs) It felt cute. (laughs) Anything to try to get my eyes to stay open, guys. Oh, man. Our quote of the day. The most romantic thing in the world is feeling understood and... Oh, it's not an and because it's the same part of a quote. It's a separate (laughs) quote. Kelsey's getting really addicted to giving two quotes now, maybe three quotes. You want to know
1: why, to be honest? Because Kevin always made me give him options so he could choose from them. So I like giving options now so you can choose from them.
0: Oh, very nice. I like it. I'm not complaining. Okay. Uh, So the other one is everybody wants to feel seen and understood. That is from Lisa Donovan, who we're going to be chatting with today. Welcome back, heel Squad. Um, Hope you guys are having a great day so far, wherever you are. Lisa Donovan is, uh, she is the mother of patterns. Is that Uh how we refer? Uh Okay, just making sure. Mother of patterns. Um, She created the pattern app, and she's going to give us an astrology 101 breakdown in part one uh, of our interview with her. And we're also going to chat with her about her own personal relationship with astrology and her career pivot from YouTube content creator to entrepreneurial badass and how the heck the pattern knows us better than we know ourselves. So if you haven't heard about the pattern app, uh, I think it was Ashley Daniels who put me onto it years ago when she was producing the show. She's like, oh, my God, you've got to try it. (laughs) And it's so cool. You get these little notifications and you do feel seen and heard every time because you're like, oh, yeah, this connects. This makes so much sense. I often will screenshot what they're saying about me and be like, I'm going to put this on Instagram. And then I'm like, wait, why do I have to? It doesn't matter what they think or what they don't think. It's like, whatever. It's for me.
1: Have you ever felt like that? No, but I'm also not like a big. Uh, like, Instagrammer, yeah. Yeah, 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 like I, i like, I love that right, about you. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I it honestly gives me more anxiety than so I'm like, Meh. so I, but I, oh my gosh, I love the pattern. I'll screenshot it and send it to like Ashley or my mom or something. That's like more what I, yeah, what I think.
0: Yeah, well, because once you feel seen, you're like, oh, I want to share. Right. It's like this is I'm crazy. Like, why do I
1: need to share it on Instagram? I yeah. don't.
0: But. I'm sure Lisa would like us to. <laughs> I'm sure she would. <laughs> um, but um, but it's pretty cool. It tells you. So if you plug in the place you were born, the time you were born, it will give you constant um, connection to where, you know, you were at astrologically each day. It's so cool. So we're going to chat with Lisa in just a little bit. In the meantime, um, I am scarfing down my coffee, trying to, like, keep awake. I feel like I just have been going nonstop. I know. We haven't really stopped. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, um, and it's funny. So, I had that reading with my mom and uh, Marianne DeMarco, who's been on the show, who we will have back on. I think we do like a whole kind of intuitive week. Ooh. Put that down on the notes, Pooja. We need to do an intuitive week. And I think we, we talk to different intuitives, like the ones that are like, there's medical intuitives, like the medical medium. There's like people who connect with people on the other side, like John Edward or Marianne, there's pet intuitives, um, maybe do like a whole intuitive week. But it was funny. My mom was like, she's not taking care of herself. And I was like, Oh, busted. Um, so I called this morning and I scheduled my physical because I realized, oh shit, it's almost October. And if you don't do this, this is a great strategy. I schedule everything at the same time of year, every year, so that it's kind of like, um, an annual ritual that I will remember. Like I always do the gyno in June. I don't know why it's June. You should try to do it all in one month, (laughs) like make everything, but that's just how it worked out for me. And then my physical's always in October so I just scheduled my physical and then I realized I hadn't checked my thyroid nodule in a long time because 2 years ago or 3 years ago when I got an ultrasound they said it had significantly shrunk and I was like damn okay I'll take that news and that was when I realized I had cut out chicken and so not having all that chicken probably and all those hormones made a massive difference So, um, so I'm going to get that checked as well. So if you haven't scheduled your annual physical, please do. And by the way, I don't know if I talked about this on the Patreon or if we talked about this at all last week, but I went to pick up my car Friday at the uh, Mechanic. And another thing that you need to make sure you do, ladies, is have an annual tune-up for your car, too. So maybe October is annual car tune-up and annual physical for your body. So both things are the same, right? Your car needs its physical. I hadn't done them in so long because I was really, I've been gone for a year in Connecticut. And my tires were about to blow. My rear tires were about to pop. And they were cracked. He showed me they were bald. Like you can, sometimes you can't even tell because it's on the inside part that you can't reach. So you gotta, you just gotta go get it checked. My tires were about to pop, car needed new oil, and it needed like its little tune-up. So I think I went so far the other way with health that I forgot about my car, and that would have been really dangerous. So just a, a little friendly reminder for everybody out there that your car does need tending to. I know I always say we over-tend to our car and under-tend to our bodies. If we could just balance it out and just do both, I think we'll be good. And Miss Kelsey's just nodding in there. I am
1: nodding. Well, I'm, I'm really just thinking, ah, I kind of... Like, this is how we think, though. Like, I have to find time to bring my car in. He couldn't do it the other day. He couldn't do it. And so he was like, yeah, just bring it in this week. Drop it off. And I'm like, oh. And I think that's what we all think. Because it's like, we have one car. We need to get, like, I got to get to work. I got, you know. So that's really what my my wheels were in my head thinking.
0: why don't you just have one morning where Pooja drops you off? I mean, drives you over there. Mm -hmm. You guys come in after. Yeah. It's really... It's pretty, simple. it's pretty simple. You actually have somebody you carpool <laughs> with, which is great. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm um, lucky
1: versus a lot of other people don't have that.
0: Yeah, and yeah. or we decide one day, maybe it's Thursday when we're going to do our Pinterest class. We decide we're going to do it all at AfterBuzz.
1: Mm-hmm. Work from the buzz. Do you know what I mean? Totally. You just got to put totally. a little focus
0: into totally. getting it done,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we have lots of options. Yeah,
1: and I think that's. Where probably a lot of people are with the car stuff. So it is, it, ta- it takes two seconds to be like, okay, wait, how can I actually mm-hmm. do this? It's not that hard. I think we quickly spiral into. Oh, I don't have time. I can't do this. I can't. Blah, blah. It's the same with the doctor. Yeah. Like I always would freak out with the doctor. Cause I'm like, how does anyone go to the doctor if they have work? But it's like, yeah. you can figure it well, out. Well,
0: imagine when you have asshole bosses on top of it that make you feel guilty or oh, bad. I- It's time to make your life a little easier, and to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them, too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black
1: dress. You're gonna love it. Uh, I've had them. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Luckily, you don't have them anymore.
1: Exactly. Because
0: I had them for 20 years, and look at where it ended me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, not fun. So again, it's focusing on what you have and how you can kind of Mm -hmm. navigate from there. So you got to leave at four to go do whatever it is. I don't say anything. Mm -hmm. You got a doctor appointment Tuesday at noon. I don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Other bosses are nasty. So focus on the positive because you are able to do all of it. Yes, we have a lot of work to do, but that's just life. Everyone has a lot of work to do. So, um, I think it's like, you need a good sounding board in life sometimes to like help calm you down. Like mm-hmm. last night, Kevin looked at our rebrand stuff and he hated everything <laughs> like the videos. He was like, it's good, but it's not good enough. And this and that. And I'm like throwing up in my mouth as he's telling me, I thought like our video, our sit down video was pretty good. Needed some like edits right. or whatever. He hated the YouTube one. And I was like, oh, we have to reshoot everything. And so luckily he kept me calm through it. I definitely like popped like a nerve somewhere in my my neck (laughs) as he's telling me all of this. But But um, why did he hate it? He just thought like he had a different vision and the way it was shot. I never looked at the second camera because we had just had such a stressful day as it was just trying to get photos to be lit properly that by the time the end of the night came and we did that video, I never looked at the second camera. The second camera is meant to be a very tight, totally profile shot and it looked too similar to the first one. And so he was like, it's just not right And so now we have to do some finagling to make it right or just redo it. And he's like, well, you and Kelsey can just do it on an iPhone. He's like, why do you have to put so much emphasis on something? I'm like, I didn't. I'm like, but I thought, you know, just shooting it on our good cameras was good. And we, you know, he's like, just shoot it on the iPhone. I'm like, still, honey, do you know how hard it is to like try to get all the elements right? You shoot outside the birds, the planes, the dogs. You shoot inside, you need the right light. I'm like... I was pulling my hair out of my head thinking about like having to redo all of this stuff, but whatever. And then at the same time, as I'm like digesting everything, and even just what you said the other day, when you're like, you haven't even taken a day, it really is starting to hit me that I felt guilty because I was gone from the show for so long. But that wasn't time off. (laughs) That was pure hell that I was dealing with every day and taking care of my mom. It was not A break. So then when I, my mom passed, we went into like getting everything together and I really didn't get a break. Like we were supposed to go to Greece. That was supposed to be a break. It wasn't dove right into this. like kind of rebrand and I'm like, I haven't gotten any break, like nothing. And I'm, I'm pretty cooked right
1: now. I'm pretty cooked. So here's my question. What are you going to do? Yeah. No. Well, I was thinking December. That's too... I mean... But that's so far away. It's a long way away.
0: I know. It's a long way away. And so... um, And then Kevin was like... He was saying that he could help fill in some blanks too. I don't know. I got to figure it
1: out. We're also doing so many shows. You know, we're doing it so you can go. Yeah. Like we've been doing... I mean, last... I counted. We did nine last week. I was mm-hmm. like, <coughs> you
2: yeah. know, so
1: I just think... I I mean, personally, it's like you tell all of us, right, to take care of ourselves. Yeah. So take care of yourself. No one like... I guarantee, I mean, and I know when you were going through it before, like every single one of the heel squad just wants you to be better. Our vault is so chock full of so many incredible things. You throw a rerun on once a week. We do three shows instead of four. I mean, you know, it's just like, like you got to take care of yourself or else it's not going to be good. Yeah. Because I, I also feel like
0: everything's just hitting me right now. Like I was at dinner Thursday night in Laguna and I cried most of the dinner. I was like, I haven't even processed the last five years because I had to just keep staying strong for my mom, and I'm really tired
1: and I'm really sad. So whatever, I know, but it's not whatever. It's not whatever. Like you, like Maria. I think that because I, I like I do it too, and I know, like I look at you and Kevin. I'm like, you guys just work through everything, and it's like, it's not, it's not good for you. Like I look at you, I'm like. Oh, it like breaks my heart. Like I'm tired. I literally could not even imagine how you feel. And it's like, you, you tell all of us to take care of ourselves. So I'm like, who's, who's telling you to take care of you? You know? Yeah. I think
0: because my, my normal speed is so fast that like, even after tumor, I'm looking back and I thought that I was slow down. I wasn't. I was just slowed down for who I was. I worked the, the I worked like a person, like a, a team of 20. Like really, like the only other person I know that works like me is Dimitri or Kevin, right? That like literally doesn't stop and does in a day what 20 people would do. So I was like, okay, maybe I was down to like five people. That's still no. five more than the regular human. <laughs> yeah, that's still not... And so I look back and I just looked back this weekend and I'm like, oh, so like I went from being a Ferrari to a Mercedes in terms of speed. Oh, but like most people are at like, I don't know, like. A Prius?
1: (laughs) Can I I go to a Prius, Prius lovers? You can though. You can.
0: No, I know, but I'm saying I didn't even realize because to me that was slowing down. Right, right. It was like Larry King did an interview with me, and he was like, "Wait, I thought you said you slowed down." I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is slow for me." Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, I have to figure out a little break. And I think for Kevin, like that's why I was excited for Greece because we needed our time together too as a couple because. We've just been at war for so long. So I do have to figure it out and I will lead by example and figure it out. Thank you.
1: Um
0: <laughs> but we just um, all want
1: you to take care of you, you know?
0: Yeah. I shall. It is in my thoughts. And I did get my appointment scheduled, so that was step one. Good. But um but I will uh I will figure this out for sure. You know what I did this morning that was really cool? is so I let the dogs potty and then I went back into bed. I locked them in the kitchen and I, my mind was racing so heavy, like couldn't get it off. It was like, um, pinball, but with thoughts really intense. And I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I can't, I can't live in my own head right now. So I did yoga Nidra. And Oh my God, my body was like pulsing and vibrating and it felt so good. And I think like it was nice because I did it in bed and I know that um, Yogini was saying that, you know, when you do it, you're supposed to be on the floor. But that's the part of it that makes it arduous for me and I don't do it. So I think that if I can do it in bed, I'll do it way more often. Totally. And then if eventually it becomes a habit and I can shift over to the bed, that will be like uh, to the floor, it'll be my next step. But I highly recommend it in the morning, especially when she said that 90% of your consciousness wakes up there. Um, It was really, really cool. It felt really good. I want to try. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm in. I love that. I love that, though.
0: Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. All right, let's get to Lisa. So Lisa is an entrepreneur model, former YouTube content creator and founder and CEO of The Pattern. Prior to uh, discovering and creating the pattern, she began her career as one of YouTube's earliest content creators and was one of the co-founders of Maker Studios, a YouTube video network which was purchased in 2015 by the Walt Disney Channel, or Walt Disney Company, excuse me. Today, she helps millions to get to know themselves better and connect on a deeper level with her app. Hill Squad, let's welcome Lisa Donovan. Um, I'm excited to get to know how this all kind of came to be because you were a YouTube content creator, (laughs) killing it in that space. Um, I didn't realize you were one of the founders of Maker. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. I have nine lives here. It's amazing. (laughs) Different lives. Yeah. I started as a YouTube content creator like when YouTube started, 2005, 2006. I was just, wow, this site incredible. This is like the future. This is incredible. And you how know, were you exposed to it? I'm always curious, yeah. like how old were you and how were you exposed to it? I was 25, I guess when it came out. So it was sort of an odd choice for a 25 year old to be yeah, like, I'm going make you a YouTube. I had a little production company, you know, I was an editor and I guess kind of dabbled in acting, but wasn't really taking it so serious. My brother was an actor. Um, and, you know, started creating content for other people and then created my own channel. It's called Lisa Nova. We had a Chevy Nova growing up, it was <laughs> as simple as that, and it sort of just took off. It was a sort of pop culture parody channel and I think YouTube was just thrilled somebody was doing something that wasn't in their bedroom <laughs> and they were like, So yes. <laughs> they were putting my videos on the home page and it sort of just took off and all of a sudden you have all these people that want content from you every day. But you know, there's no money, so you were working full time work. But you were like feeding this, the beast here, and and it was just thinking that what YouTube became was going to happen a bit earlier. Yeah. So it was a bit of a grind. Um, I was one of the first people they Google partnered with to share in monetization, but it still didn't matter how many millions of views I got. It was it still was you know sort of tough to you couldn't live on it necessarily back then. And now it's sort of the inspiration for co-founding maker studios with other YouTube content creators and to come together, to pool resources, to share audience. All
0: right friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused
2: more views, cumulative views. So, um, you know, I, I was the one with the credit. So I went into so much debt and got a bunch of leases in my name over Los Angeles and moved people out here and started creating content in the studio. Wait, you were
0: moving people here Mm -hmm. on your dime Mm -hmm. and saying, come make content for Maker Mm -hmm. and I'll fund it.
2: Yeah. I mean, ish. Yeah. And this was, you know, it wasn't just me and my brother and my boyfriend at the time and some other people. And we, you know, were editors and, you know, videographers and we're doing things like that. So it was like, Hey, come on out, be part of this sort of collective. It was very united artists of, you know, and it was a very particular it time. Like, yeah. It was such an such early days and we were down in Venice and this was um, before there was sort of that, you know, Silicon beach thing. It was just very, you could sort of live cheap and moved a bunch of people out and started creating content together. And, and that just kept growing into more of a network model. And I, you know, we didn't know about business at the time and everything I was doing was sort of every piece of content I was creating was just putting money back in the business. So it became, I mean, I made almost like 500 videos, at time just anything to keep, to keep it going. And then, um, you know, wound up being all in the business end and learning all about that. Um, that so you world.
0: learned about the business end of it as you went. As we went. So you were focused on the content and figuring out the rest later.
2: Yeah. Just, or as you went. Yeah, just going into it. And, you know, we were unfunded for the first 18 months because there was monetization. You could put money back into it, but wanted to grow and expand and... And then learned about what venture capital is. I was like, oh, what's that about? You know, I mean, this is all, I mean, these, and then these lessons you learn are really intense because the stakes are very high and mm-hmm. you're learning them as you go. And it was really thrilling and winds up becoming all other kind of creative, um, endeavor, you know, and I want to. I was able to stop being a content creator and more on the business end, which I was ready for. I was so burnt out of making videos just to sustain, um, and yeah, I did that, and then that was a five. That was five years. I'm starting it to selling it to to Disney, and you know, right place, right time. Put in the ten thousand hours, and a lot of luck and hard work, and yeah, it was pretty magical. <laughs> and then from there, what took you to astrology? Well, um, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't. I didn't grow up like as a spiritual astrology person. Actually, my home, we didn't even have religion and my house it really wasn't part of my makeup at all but sort of leading up to the sale of maker and the year before my life took some pretty dramatic turns on a personal level and I got sort of leveled in a certain way you know your your ego personality kind of death the things I think I thought I understood about myself and the choices I'd made and the future I'd have all that sort of was shaken up pretty quickly my father was sick um And I was kind of like starting from scratch on a personal level and seeking and searching and realizing I didn't quite have all the answers. And some, you know, friend of mine was talking about astrology and said, maybe I'll do one of those readings. And uh, I did, and it was kind of mind-blowing because I think I thought it was maybe a cheesy or new agey kind of thing or, or maybe disempowering, you know, because it was going to predict what was going to happen to you and Yeah,
0: all that kind guess of stuff. I get some of that too. It's funny. I yeah. just had a session with a psychic and I'm like, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit, right. which is an interesting feeling, but carry on. I, I want to hear the rest. But I,
2: I think that's a really, you know, important thing because it, the whole idea, especially the pattern is to empower you. So we're never trying to like say... You always have free will, and I think it's important because it can get very OCD. I shouldn't do this. I should my you know psychic said mm-hmm. this. The astrologer said this, and I think that's that's not a you know good situation to be in. So I was probably a little hesitant before that, but again, because I was changing and I was open, I was open to this experience, and it wasn't at all what I thought. It wound up being um, more like a psychological breakdown of who I was, more like a Myers Briggs, but even way more detailed. And really honing in on my insecurities, my fears, my aptitudes, um, the things I was going through. And it was just this thing of feeling very seen, very mirrored. And it became a very important tool for me at a really challenging time. And then I became completely obsessed as I can be. My mind can be very (laughs) obsessive and wanted to learn everything and all about it and sending every friend I knew to to, to the astrologer. And then I, you know, after we sold it and time had gone by, I thought, um, this would be incredible to just figure out a way to mimic my experience, put it into an app. So this wisdom is sort of scalable and anybody can, can have access to it. And so I set out to do that. And that was seven years ago. I thought it would be much easier than it was. There was nobody to really hire to do it. And I was just going to have to figure it out. And was chasing this astrologer around trying to get him to sit with me and extract this information because it's really an, you know, an oral tradition and you have to create algorithms and a system. And
1: so yeah, that ooh.
2: sounds
0: insanely challenging.
2: Right. And good thing I didn't know it was going to be, I do that often. <laughs> I like just jump in and then I'm like, oh man. And then there's like kind of no way out and you yeah. just have to figure it out. And that's what I did. And of course, so many moments of like, why am I doing this? And you know, Wanting to maybe give up, but just then getting re inspired or reinvigorated, and you just keep going. And I, um, yeah, started working at it, but it was also a personal catharsis because I was going through some stuff and I was trying to make sense of my life and these feelings that were so overwhelming. And in a way, this was sort of a logical way to make sense of things. And so I started writing all the content and after selling the company, I wound up moving home because my father, he, um, was ill and I was with him for the year before he passed and stayed with my mom. So I was, I was in my childhood home and my childhood bedroom writing this content and quite isolated, you know, it was sort of just, I'd sit there and write all day and hang with mom and have dinner and just do it again in the morning. And it, it, I was working through my own thing, mm. but also it, it, it was this creative expression of what I was going through. And then we were in this um, little beta, you know, sent it out, 25, 50 people. And, you know, they were sharing it. You know, you see that some people are sharing it. I don't know. There's maybe a few hundred people on it. And then I woke up one day and there's like 30,000 people on the server. And I still to this day don't know who shared how that happened, but it was sort of this overnight thing and a word of mouth, one friend using it and making their friend get on it. And it just continued like that. It's always been word of mouth and couple years ago, Channing Tatum made a video about it and continued the word of mouth. And this is the first time ever. We just started a couple months ago doing some PR awareness, marketing, talking to you, yeah. but it was pretty cool because it was this sort of anonymous thing. Um, and I, I, was pretty excited about that and it's just, we're growing the business now. So, so
0: yeah. Where does yeah. it go from here?
2: It's so funny. Cause it's almost like it's just getting started at seven years in, but it's like, you've, I think what's exciting is just seeing how passionate the users are and how mm-hmm. much it impacts them and um that it's in service and it's it's there's something there and that's really exciting and I think we just want to improve that and allow it to sort of scale let people know about it cuz we're you know in the millions of users and just get it get it out to more people um add more content and more support just keep improving what the pattern is and we also have this new feature within the app that is allowing for, for dating and connecting.
0: Oh, okay. Now we know that like <laughs> where the extensions are going to be. Cause I'm like, are we going to get, have other psychics do live readings through it? Like there's gotta, like, where is this gonna like the, the branches going to go? Mm-hmm. I love the dating. I think that's so smart.
2: Yeah, it's been, we've been in beta for a couple of months and just getting all the feedback and Tweaking it. It's it's pretty great and the feedback's pretty amazing. Just the other day I got this great write-in from this couple that met that were soulmates on the pattern and now they're they feel they're soulmates and they're together. This is like, gonna yeah. be
0: fucking huge. <laughs> because think about it, like everyone's meeting on the hinges and the this is and the that's and and you know, like I I've done all the swiping for my friends. I'll like pick intuitively through people I'm like now, no, no. All right. I like this one, right. but it's a different vibe in those places. Yeah. And I also just, I would throw up if I had to do it. Um. Just like the pictures that they post and the, it's so narcissistic. It's so weird. I don't know how to explain it and put it into the proper words, but when you're looking at it from like an astrological place, there's, there's meaning behind it. There's, there's a true kind of science behind it. So that would make me feel so much better that I'm actually meeting somebody I'm supposed to be connected with, not trying to force a circle into a square.
2: Exactly. And you know, this, these algorithms have been
0: to do anything else it is incredible i love it frizz free up your schedule with way go to the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com and enter the promo code heal squad for 15 percent off any product that's the way t-h-e-o-u-a-i.com promo code heal squad
2: trust me you won't regret it i'm working on it for for many years and and we're also we're not trying to say one relationship is good and one is bad we do have like soulmates extraordinary and challenging we start sort of our labeling them, but it's, it's with context. There's all this content with it. So just because it might be challenging doesn't mean it's not for you, but now you have understanding about why it's challenging or you have understanding about why you could be soulmates. So before you can connect or like somebody, you have all this content about your relationship. You have to run the bond. You have to see what the relationship is about. So you're starting from a much deeper, more authentic place.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like working with the universe
2: rather than working against it. That's right. That's right. And anything's possible if you can just be honest Mm -hmm. and communicate, you know, and I think that's what you can do in the app right now. You can read about your friendships. You can read about your current romantic relationships. And that's some of the most exciting feedback when couples are like every week we sit and do our pattern and we talk about our relationship and It's just this sort of third party that's putting it out there for you to say, yeah, actually, sometimes I do feel a little judged by you. Can we can we talk about that? Because, you know, these are just dynamics that sometimes exist between people and it doesn't have to be the end of a relationship or such a challenging thing if you can communicate about it. So cool. That's the tool.
0: I feel like I went down like the entrepreneur angle on this interview just because it was so much more fascinating for me, but I do want to break down (laughs) astrology for the beginner. So, um, for those who don't know, if you can give us kind of like the, the one-on-one.
2: Well, one, there's lots of different kinds of astrology. And I think we, um, we have our own methodology. It's unique, you know, and it only exists on the pattern. Um, one thing that is unique about the pattern, when you go on it, there actually is no mention of astrology. You don't see any symbols and you don't, we don't label anything in like, you know, Venus or Mars or Sagittarius. It's really just the content because I wanted no barrier to entry. Hmm. I wanted anybody, you know, people who might dismiss astrology might not use it because of that. So I wanted it to be a place they just come on and get the information.
0: So smart. I never thought about that. I don't think I ever realized it as an, as a user of it.
2: That it's not there, yeah, yeah, because there was a lot of, and that was my experience when I was creating it because I was doing anybody's chart and you know, the Uber drive, anybody I spoke to, and you'd see the confusion of like, wait, wait, what does that mean? As opposed to if I could just communicate with them about, okay, I know you know, you've probably always grown up feeling like you're not enough, like, yeah, I don't, you know, you didn't need to say to label that as Saturn to your Mars, but um, so that's one thing, um, and uh, I guess one of sort of the most unique things about our methodology um, is it's not really sun sign based. So archetypally we don't think the sun is as important to the other parts of your chart, like the moon, the Venus, the Mars, the ascendant. Sun signs were originally just to sell newspapers a hundred years ago. They knew everybody would know the month they're born. So like that's you, but it's also why I think people dismiss it because Somebody whose only planet is in the sun of that sign, and none of the others are there, likely will not relate. To
0: exactly, that.
2: right? And they're like, yeah. and also, how can every single person born in that month be having the same day?
0: Yeah, well, because I was always like, I okay, I'm a Gemini, but some of this doesn't connect to me.
2: Well, you're much more. You're a Cancer Moon. You're a Cancer Venus. You're a Pisces Rising. So Gemini wouldn't really apply. That's a great. You're a great example of that. Yeah. Um. So we focus much more on the moon and the Venus, and the Mars, the Ascendant. Moon changes every um, sign, every two and a half days, Ascendant every two hours. So we're like dialing in to who you are. We think of it kind of like as above, so below where the planets were in the sky at the time of your birth, you are the creative expression of the universe in that single moment in time. And this is sort of a blueprint for the conscious aware path, but... I don't like the predictive thing. Like I said, that I think a lot of astrology can go down. Some, I think of it as like, you're fated to deal with those energies, but how you choose to deal with them is your destiny. It's your choice. It's your free will. Someone with the exact same chart can have a very different life because they've Mm -hmm. chosen differently. Um, so I think these are some of the tenets of of what the pattern is about. And I can't, you know, you, I can't speak to other types of astrology in a way because there's so many, yeah. there's so many ways to look at things. I think this methodology is pretty, um, it's pretty great because it's not too complicated and it seems to be resonating with people. and
0: Yeah, well, I think um, there was something I think in the intro that I was talking about... Um, Maybe Oh, actually, it was our quote from you. Everybody yeah. wants to feel seen and understood. And when I think of my moments with the pattern, when I'll get my little notification and I open it up, I'm like, oh, my God, yes. And then I told her, I will like, snap a picture of him and be like... I gotta, I gotta post this. And then later I'm like, no, I don't have to post this. Like, why do I need to share it with people? But, or like, I'll send it to my husband and be like, look, 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 they know me. (laughs) So, um, so I think that that is what makes it so special. Cause it's, it is, I think you've
2: simplified it to a place where we get what we need. Mm. Really cool. Thank you. Yeah. I mean that, that was really the hope or the intention to help you to be a safe space to feel seen and understood to go deeper with yourself to connect with others in a deeper more authentic way because i think a lot of it is surrendering kind of into yourself i think we spend a lot of time comparing ourselves because of you know culture or family or whatever it mm-hmm. is and we disconnect from what's true in mm-hmm. our true path and we go over here and if this can in any way feel like a mirror that speaks to something deeper and authentic, that kind of lets you just surrender into that and give up trying to be something you're not. I mean, that was it was certainly that for me. I spent a lot of time working so hard, you know, and fixing this, improving that, and doing you know, and then it was like, oh, okay, I can just stop. I can just be. <laughs> I can just be, you know. And yeah. then you understand also other people and what they're going through. I think we spent a lot of time thinking we're being judged by people, or they looked at me funny, or they you know, are are thinking this about me when, in fact, we don't know. And if we could read their pattern, you'd see, well, no, they might be a little shy. That's their, they might feel insecure or you have a pattern that's going to make you feel judged around them, but it's not anything real, nothing to worry about. So it's just that, you know, more understanding for all of us.
0: Yeah. I never thought about using it to look into somebody else, but, Mm -hmm. um, but I will say, I think a lot of us spend our time um, wishing somebody would see us. Yeah. And so if you're listening to this and you feel like that, this app will definitely, by the way, I'm not getting paid to say this, this this app will definitely do that for you. Um, Like I had some moments in the last couple of days where I've been cultivating some new friendships and I was so blown away that, Like so quickly because these are higher vibration, elevated kind of voices where they just saw me, Mm. and then I'm like, "Wait, I haven't even considered that about myself." You know, we spend a lot of time trying to find ourselves too, right? Or try to make sense of things that patterns in our lives that we're like, "Oh, well, yeah, I guess this keeps happening." Or, "Oh wow, I never thought about that." Now I now it clicks. That's right. Things start to click, and you start to understand yourself and how you tick. More, but rather than waiting to find those people, which, by the way, it's taken me forty three years to get there, um, the app is a really great way. The pattern is a great way to kind of get there, and if you can hold tight to that, and and then find your people, they'll probably confirm everything you're
2: you're feeling. No, that's amazing. I I really agree with that. I think that's what everybody's really hungry for. And that whole Mm -hmm. idea of wanting to feel seen and understood. I think people are just hoping for that. And it's such an incredible feeling when you do feel seen. It's. I think it's very rare. And I feel so grateful for the the few friends I have that that is what it is. And I, I agree with you. It's not easy to find them and you can spend a lifetime. And especially... That's what's empowering, hopefully, about the pattern and understanding your chart. Often we're magnetic for our own experience. So if we are hard on ourselves, if we don't think we're enough, if we think we should be sort of, you know, punished or unworthy, we will be magnetic for bringing those people into our lives. So it's about us being conscious. So once you get to a conscious place of, I don't want to feel that way, Mm -hmm. and you change and you say, no you move some people out a space for other people to come in and you're magnetic for that
0: whoa did you hear my jaw crack
2: crack <laughs>
0: it's so true that happened to me recently where i was like
2: enough enough and then that's it like, oh yeah the second you do that you always level up when you're like that's that's it yeah it's you're always it's always happening for you not to you and we we feel very victimized by life and again yeah. that's the point of the pattern is So that you can feel empowered instead of victimized by it. Like, oh, this is me. I'm so angry at this person because they're treating me badly. Well, it's because that's what you think you deserve. So that's what you associate with. You have a choice. You owe it. but oh, that's I mean um, not that I'm always able to do it, but you know the older you get that yeah. sort of becomes clearer and clearer because um the answer's never out there it's really in you um and yeah these are the hopes. with you know with the pattern and I think what it does and that's what I mean by moving the astrology out of the way because I think we can get caught in like the yes the like today's going to be a good day and you are this and that it's so much deeper and richer than that and yeah. it's such a great tool so,
0: so cool. Um, I want to know how this helped you through your tough moment or moments yeah. specifically, if you can, because, and also if, if you can speak to kind of that caretaking part of your life, Um, we talk about that all the time here, because I just went through it with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I'd be curious to know.
2: Yeah, I think... Um... I think I spent a lot of my younger years, maybe before this time, before this massive change in my life, feeling quite inadequate. Um, Not that I wasn't confident in certain things or presented a certain way, and sure, I mean, but I think there was a deep sense of inadequacy and a sense of needing to sort of prove your worth all the time, and it, it resulted in being sort of codependent and overgiving and not understanding about boundaries and not caring for myself. Um, And I think when these things happen, you sort of self-betray. You start doing things that don't feel right for you and you really get off course. And I think I was very off course and life fell apart in this beautiful way. I, I also feel like that was the most... Amazing time of my life, too, because sometimes you're so busy trying to be perfect all the time and Mm -hmm. hold it all together that when everything fails, it's the greatest liberation. You're so afraid of that failure, but then when it falls apart and you're like, oh, I can just stop trying so damn hard, then you can be a little more authentic. You can be a little more real. You can own that, like, I just don't know, and I don't think I can solve this, and I don't think I can fix this, And, and then you realize that's okay, and you're alive, and people accept you. Even though you're not you're not do, playing that role, and the ones that don't should move out of your life, you know, and create space for something new. So it was around that time. It was like a personal reckoning. You know, it's really not about anyone else. Um, I could have perceived it that way, but instead, it was like, wow, you've chosen all this stuff. You felt so victimized by all. This. Oh my god! And you could choose differently. And there was such liberation, and it just falling apart and being like, I don't know anything. And the humbling of that was, was wonderful and, 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 you know, terrifying and challenging. And, um, and it's really been this sort of seven, almost eight year journey. I, I define my life before and after that of just, um, being more real and being more authentic and, and it can be really challenging at times. There's no question. Um, and a lot of time alone, I was always in a relationship, always not a day without being in one to the next, to the next, to the next. And um, now it's a different thing to really commit my energy and time. It's, it's got to be the right thing. It's got to work for me. And so got very comfortable being on my own um, and love that, love my company now. And there's no fear around that for me. Anymore, but that you know, those that took sort of years of that kind of thing, and this was all when I was creating the pattern and trying to make sense of all this stuff, and then understanding the past relationships I had, and through this lens, and having compassion for all the different players in my life that I could have perceived as, you know, trying to do me wrong. When instead, no, wow, what a gift! Even the the ones that maybe you would have should be the most angry at. Wow, what a gift! Because you came into my life to liberate me in a way we had to go through this extreme thing so that I could wake up because I I could have been 75 waking up and said you helped me get on my way much sooner thank you thanks you know and then you can let things go and just be sort of in flow so it's been really um exciting but challenging but interesting and and um but it's my life now you know I think I used to be living it for many other people and at least it's mine so
0: amazing. You're hitting on so many things that we talk about all the time mm-hmm. here. Um, I want to hit on the perfectionism, but I really want to not forget how did you realize this was happening for you, not to you? Like, mm-hmm. how did you realize that all, whatever kind of the toxic stuff or whatever mm-hmm. it was, that you were able to choose out of it? Mm-hmm. Right, Because it's so easy to blame everyone else. And I've oh, yeah. been there too, right? I had my brain tumor. I'm like, okay, who do I blame? And then later I realized, okay, yeah, those people were really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> However, this was my pattern to allow people to treat me like that. This was my pattern to be victimized. And I have a choice here. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot of like self-reflection and a lot of this kind of self-help stuff and, you know,
2: yeah, yeah. to and get there. That's right. I think um, I was always in the like, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. We'll just keep working on it. I could do better. I don't need that. I don't feel that way. You know, there was a lot of that kind of going on and not being very self-reflective and just thinking, well, there's more work to be done. You know, you just got to keep sticking with it and th- this will change. And yeah, there's some pretty dramatic things, you know, detailed, but, but things that sort of happened and it really was just a week. I mean, that's grace, right? Someone just comes in, and wakes you up. I, I don't, yeah. I, who know, you know, cause it's not like things didn't happen in life before that maybe should have, but for whatever reason at that time, that place, you know, it did. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh yeah, you, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. You know, because I think if you, if you grow up thinking you don't matter mm-hmm. and you're really just, you're supposed to, you, you're your just, only value in is in service to somebody else. Yeah. Like it's, it's uncomfortable to even That's consider. just like being
0: a woman. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so for everybody else that's listening, like that's just you being a woman, everybody, all of you listening, this is you <laughs> <That's
2: right. laughs> until we break this. That's right. Um, you know, it doesn't, it's the most uncomfortable thing to even think you're supposed to take care of yourself. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's so alien. Um, and then, and being comfortable with people not liking you with disappointing oh. people. And then you realize, Oh, okay. Everybody, you know, cause in a way, and it's a great way to look at it. It's almost narcissistic to think you are that person for other people. Like get over it. Like you're not that important. You know what I mean? You, it can turn into that codependent. You know, I said that to my, like, it's crazy how these things get, you can start to think, um, you, you know, everybody you have that has, much power yeah, in a know, sense. Yeah. And, and, and maybe you're picking people that are making you think that way, but you're, again, you're choosing it and it's, everybody has their own destiny. You are never responsible for anyone else, no matter how much you think you are, you're not. And everybody has free will in their choice and, and, um, then doing it for yourself, you get really comfortable in that. And, and that, that's really clear. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, you know, it's uncomfortable in the beginning.
0: Yeah. How did you do it? How did you even identify it? Was there a therapist that identified
2: it in you? Was it? Not at this time. I mean, it really was this thing where my life took some pretty dramatic hits and it was like an awakening, you know, and there is sort of, this is where sort of spirit comes in. It's not that I wasn't doing therapy, but that wasn't really what woke me up to it. Um, And there was something about the astrology at that time that was so powerful because it was literally saying, this is kind of who I was and what I'd be doing. And actually, but you're supposed to be on this path. So there was this incredible mirroring at this, you know, very profound juncture in my life. But of course I must've invited that in. I took a leap of faith of, of changing my course and then I was met. And I think that's very true too. If you can trust, you know, if you can take those leaps of faith, you'll always be met and, and things work out in the most, unbelievable way when you let go of trying to control it yeah all the time in the world controlling it, and it's a nightmare and you're hitting your head against the wall and nothing changes And you finally give up and let go and it all works out like that and you have nothing to do you know all you do is trust and it, it all comes together so this is why the astrology was so powerful because I was having sort of this personal awakening and then I was met with this that basically mirrored everything I felt and understood and, and helped me to sort of move to that next step and see things in that way. And, and I guess there is a part of me that's always been quite forgiving and letting it go. And I do believe everybody's doing their best with what they have. So in that piece of it, like forgive or was okay. It was, it's mostly the forgiving myself, like that I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to play a role was probably the hardest part. And the astrology really helped me to let go of that. A bit. And, you know, and then, I mean, years of being alone and writing this content in a room, I mean, I don't want to, yeah. you know, romanticize this too much. It was definitely also a pretty intense, um, you know, solitary <laughs> work, <laughs> but this is what came out of it, you know, yeah. and now, you know, obviously I'm on the other side and I just feel so grateful and full of life and happy and, and myself and no regrets yeah. about anything. It all is always happening for you and it's all just... Amazing to even have any of the experiences at all.
0: Yeah, that mantra got me through so much in Which these one? last five years. Life's happening for you, yeah. not to you. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite line.
2: But how did you escape perfectionism? Um, its I mean, it's still there. You know, it's not... I think the degree of it was... It was intense, like the level of perfectionism I had. Um, and I think... Now it's it's much more in its place, I'd say, but I think it's something I have to be conscious of all the time because it can s- sneak up in different yes. ways. Um, yeah, much more forgiving and loving of myself, and I just, um, but it's 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 there still, and I'll see it creep up, and I'm like, what, is you know? And these, it's not, uh, it's something you have to be aware of, and you have to sort of practice, and I even think it's coming up, uh, even a, a lot over the last year for me. I've really bringing it to the surface. And can you really accept and own all that you are, you know? And it's, um, it's still, it's still a work in progress, you know? How about you? Do you have a lot of perfectionism stuff?
0: Yeah. And I think I'm really starting to see how much it runs the ride. That's right. And I'm like scared. I'm like, oh wow. It's like almost like so obvious to me now where it was never obvious before. it's It's probably obvious to people around me, but not to me. And like the thought processes are coming out louder and it's screaming to me. So obviously it's something I want to work on and I want to, um, keep figuring out, but it's
2: coming up because you're ready to, to see it. Yeah. You know? And I think that's the thing at our, you see who's running the show when you're at your sort of most upset and crazy and vulnerable, like, that's what's underneath running the show. Yeah. You know, like when you get to those really emotional places, you can see who's yeah. making a lot of these decisions in you. And can you bring that shadow out? I do a lot of, I like that shadow work. I work with this wonderful woman, which bringing out the shadow, you know, of, of what you don't want to see. But that, that one is definitely one for me. It's always, it's not really so much about the other people anymore. It's usually, it's always a reckoning with myself of, and if I'm bringing someone in who's, maybe not so healthy or so you know, then I know I have to check like, wow, what are you, what are you magnetic with, with this person? What are they showing you? What's the mirror here? Mm. Okay. So they're a little this way. Well, there's gotta be something in you that likes that or is that way or, you know, it's always kind of your journey, um, to explore that stuff. So I just have to be really honest with myself and be like, okay, you're still, that's still something to, to work through and it's still there.
0: Yeah you know? Do you trace it back To your early childhood Like where your parents Like you gotta be a good girl You gotta You know Be perfect Like you Do you trace it to that Or do you have a understanding Where it came from For you
2: Yeah I mean From the astro- two, two things I mean One from the astrology uh, We have something Called the Saturn complex And I have The most extreme That was one of the most Profound things he said to me But that is like A feeling of such Inadequacy From as early as you can remember And I was like Yeah
0: Oh shit um, I wonder if I have that yeah. On my chart yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot luck. of
2: cancer with Pluto, well, we, we, but but yeah. Um, so that made a lot of sense to me. Sort of like we think of it as like sort of a, a psychological disposition, and it can make you work very hard and be no. There's and
0: good things sure. for it. Well, that's the shadow thing, right? So like shadow. I had like some different traumas growing up, and I had a Reiki healer say, "Well, do you think you would have activated as quickly as you did and succeeded as quick as you did if you didn't have that?" I'm like, "That's right. Oh shit, you're right." Thank you, asshole.
2: <laughs> That's it. It's yeah. happening for yeah, like exactly, yeah. and um, and that they're all activating. They're all propelling you. Everything's propelling you. Um, um and uh, you were tracing yeah, my, it back. Yeah, and you know, I think. Um, No, I I mean, my family, they were just wonderful. And my father who's who's since passed, I think I had a lot of like idealizing him, wanting to live up to him, but you know, he loved me um, so much. It's not that, but I almost, he was probably, it's almost picking up how he treated himself too. And his own defenses and his own judgment of the world made me, it was less so you are bad or you this, it's more his judgment of the world because of his own fears and his own Mm -hmm. insecurities. Um, I saw that judge, there's a lot of judgments. You're like, Oh, okay. Like where, where's there room to be? Everything seems like there's a problem. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, so I was like, Oh, I'll just be what I think he, he thinks is great. And yes. that'll work out. And then that makes for really healthy romantic relationships when you come oh, of yeah. age, of course, you know, yep. I'm like I can be what you want me to be. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it too. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Lisa. Got it. We both have Saturn to our relationship sector. So we would both deal with that. Certainly. That makes sense. Uh Yeah. And that means the path is about not projecting your happiness onto the other, connecting it to the other, that you and I wouldn't get out of this life being able to do that. Sometimes that works out for people. It's just we are sort of on a curriculum where we're going to have to learn to love ourselves completely. And anytime we get to that codependence, you just sort of get hit with the blocks in the back. It doesn't work. You just don't get to do that. Yeah. So lucky us.
1: All right, guys.
2: What did we learn?
1: There was a lot in that one. I really liked the I'm and I'm glad you asked about the perfectionism, how to mm. escape perfectionism. Ooh. I need yeah. to go back. I honestly want to go back and listen to it and take more in depth notes more in-depth notes but that really struck a chord with me because i was like
0: yeah yeah and the choices we have choices right and this isn't happening to us it's happening for us like her Mm -hmm. life blew up for her and look at what a deeper meaning she has right she went from being a youtube creator and creating all this stuff that probably if she's if we asked her she would say, was totally meaningless compared to now, where right, right. everything has meaning.
1: Everything.
0: And so all of it is happening for us. If your life is currently blowing up, just know you can rise from the ashes too. Um, but you got to do some of this work. And that's you know the great thing about this show is we have all of the people on here that can help you identify that it's happening for you, but then also help kind of guide you in the right direction. I mean, I think if your life's blowing up on you... Might be a nice time to do an astrology reading mm-hmm. and really get to the bottom of like, okay, where am I supposed to be going?
1: Right. I think, I think that's a that good could be point. really cool. I also loved the, we talk about this all the time, but the often we are magnetic, um, what we're acting, oh, I wrote, when we're acting like shit will attract shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. I always say,
0: just imagine you're a magnet. So whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're saying, you are getting more of. Right? So even me... You know, if I'm like, I'm tired, well, I'm just gonna get more of that, right? So absolutely. Um, you gotta, you gotta really think about life like that and your life like that. In the meantime, if you haven't hit subscribe on YouTube. A lot of you come to the show, you pop in, you explore, you enjoy, but you haven't hit yet subscribe, haven't yet hit subscribe, please do so you'll never miss a show. Um, and turn on those notifications. And we see a lot of you sending in comments on Apple Podcasts. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you. They light us up. Um, so many beautiful comments in there. Um, am I greedy to ask for more Kelsey? Never. <laughs> no way. I see so many shows. They have like 4,000 comments. So uh, Heel Squad, if you could help us out with some more comments, that would be amazing. If you feel so inclined to hit a five star on there, we'd love that too. And, uh, that you is know, it I really
1: want to get to at least 2000 by like December, but yes. like at least we got this, we, we got, got and if you guys don't know how to do it, cause I know it is, it can be confusing. Shoot us a DM. We will send you a record, like a screenshot of video to show you how to do it. So is it that hard? Some people have asked for it. So okay. it, cool. I, I know it can be confusing. So All right. we're, well, here ya. we're here for you.
0: We're here for you. Uh, also if this show connected to you in a big way, cause she really talked about, like I said, rising from the ashes a lot in here. And, um, if you can share it with somebody that you think will really connect with that message, which is pretty much every female, I think. Right. I, w- <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, share it with somebody mm-hmm. in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present.